Hello and thank you for tuning into Sideline Story, your destination for sports, news, analysis and discussions. I am your host Brandon Yates and as always I'm joined by my co-hosts Yang Guang and Tian Yu and today we have a very special guest. We have Luke Zenker who is a German pole vaulter from Cologne University of Technology and we will be catching up with him and discussing the highlights of the 2023 World University Games in Chengdu. But first, Luke, thank you so much for joining us and tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into pole vaulting and what what you're studying at Cologne University of Technology. I'm Luke um, and I'm studying architecture in Cologne. I actually tried to to, to do decathlon, you know, all um, all term events. And at the German Championships, um, I did pole vault, just pole vault, not uh, not uh, only uh, not decathlon. Right, right. And yeah, and I became the national champion uh, champion. Wow. And it was like, okay, whoa. Uh, so you thought, wow, I'm actually pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And I think it's great that you sampled a variety of sports before you fell into, you know, the sport that you're most talented at and most, you know, um, passionate about, I suppose. So I think, you know, it's quite an interesting progression, you know, in terms of trying all the variety of sports and then finding yourself in pole vaulting and just discovering that you have this amazing talent. So I guess it's great that you managed to try a couple of things and then um, found yourself in this particular sport. And of course you are excelling at it. But of course the World University Games are happening at the moment and you are very much involved in it at the moment. But just from your perspective, um, Luke, uh, what are the highlights of the games for you so far? You know, just in terms of viewership, in terms of your own personal experiences at the games, what's it been like for you? So... First of all, the the opening ceremony was insane. It was really insane. It was mm. uh, I never been to uh, an event like uh, the World University Games. I've been to uh, European Championships, but there is not a opening ceremony, and it's, it was like I don't know. I, I I don't have words for it. You know, it was it was incredible to to go to see so many other countries uh, athletes uh, yeah it was yeah i have no words yeah i can imagine that must have been an incredible experience just you know representing your country and just going through that opening ceremony it must have been a really really special time and any other highlights of the games for you so far in terms of your personal experiences and maybe just some of the sports that you've witnessed have you seen anything interesting so far yeah, I, I like the village. You know, my trainer, uh, my trainer said that uh, there's a very good athlete triangle here. The the living, eating, and working out is in in walking distance. So nice. this is very good for the athletes. You know, uh, there are also some shuttles who uh, drive us around. Mm. This is this this is really. Uh, Convenience, yeah, yeah. For athletes, yeah. Okay. Um, Tianyu, from your side of things, what have been the highlights of the game so far? Okay, um, well, for me, like, like, like Luke said, one of the biggest impressions of the games must be the opening ceremony. I, I was really amazed by the grand firework shows. I don't know if Luke has the same feeling with me, but I was really thrilled to watch the countdown when all the numbers made of fireworks started to pop up in the sky. And yeah, so the fireworks shows were, were, were really insane. And also there were a, a lot of performances like, uh, that were rich in Chinese cultural elements like, like the Sichuan Opera, like the, the mm. face-changing show. Mm. The, the performer changed 12 different colors of masks in 20 seconds, which, wow. which was really 
yeah, astonishing for most of us who have never watched such performances before. So yeah, the the opening ceremony is definitely one of the biggest highlights for me, and I think it perfectly shows the essence of the uh, university games, which is intended to show youthful vigor and promote cultural exchanges. And also, as 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 a sports fan, this time I got to watch a lot of exciting matches. Like uh, I said in the last episode, that the the water polo game yeah, yeah. between Japan and Germany was yeah was literally the first water polo match that I've, I've ever watched, and it was beautiful. It was really intense. And and apart from that, uh, recently I, this I just found I just found that judo and taekwondo games really was really interesting because. You know, there was a lot of fighting and wrestling involved in these games, which made it really competitive. And, and of course, uh, I'm definitely going to watch the Povot game because to support my friend and my friend, <laughs> Luke, here. Yeah, and, and the, so the match is another highlight in the event because we can see a lot of rising stars in different sports and also some quality matches uh, between some of the highest level athletes from different countries. And finally, I must also mention the efforts of all the staff members who were uh, also indispensable in making this event a success. You know, throughout the whole campaign, the the volunteers are everywhere and and they're offering all kinds of services like translation, pointing directions and offering um, competition results for athletes, audiences and the media. So, yeah, I think they, they can definitely count as a big highlight in the game for uh, making sure that the whole event can go s- so smoothly. It sounds like things are going really well so far, and it's interesting to hear how there's a variety of highlights for different reasons. And I think, you know, as we've touched on before, that's definitely one of the biggest reasons that makes the World University game so unique is that, yes, there is amazing action that happens on the sports fields, but at the same time, the cultural exchanges... You know, like you said, the youthful vigor, the innovation, um, and just the togetherness and, you know, um, the congregation of a variety of nationalities, cultures, is also something that makes it incredibly unique and special. So it's great to hear that even in the early stages that all of those elements are shining through. And I think that's very, very important indeed. Yang Guang, anything that we haven't touched on yet in terms of highlights from the game so far? Yeah, uh, we don't have the privilege to watch the games on site. But, Unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, yeah. From the TV, for me, one of the highlights is uh, in Taekwondo, when Chinese athletes Liu Siyue and uh, Liang Jie won the mixed doubles title. After, yes. after which Liu proposed to his girlfriend Liang to marry him. Um, Fantastic. That was a surprise and a romantic episode at the university games. Uh, their coach actually later revealed that Liu didn't intend to propose. <laughs> That's not his game plan. But after the pair won the gold medal, he was thrilled and wanted to mark that moment with something big. So and, cool. uh, there so came cool. the proposal. Yeah. And he even borrowed a rain from volunteer. <laughs> See, that's how volunteers work. <laughs> yeah. And it was really touching moments. Um, back to the competitions, I think Chinese divers um, did excellent jobs like in any other international sporting events. Um, some of the divers actually Olympic champions like Zhang Jiaqi. I was about to say, that's a sport that China's been doing very mm-hmm. well in recently, right? It hasn't been like a historically successful sport for China, but like in the last five to 10 years, there's been like some real superstars em- emerging in the diving pool, right? Actually, the Chinese team did really successfully back yeah? in 1980s. Back okay, in 1980s. so it has been now, a success for quite a long time. Yeah. But, but now it's now, like exploding. Yeah, the rising stars like 16, even 14 years. Yeah, they're so young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's marvelous. Um, their dives just enjoyable to watch at the university games. Um, 
But there were also some lowlights.、Um, the Chinese men's basketball team lost three straight group games and got eliminated.、Mm-hmm. Um, it was a disappointing result for many Chinese fans. Mm, especially considering the success of the women's team、um, yeah, in recent、exactly. times, but yeah, so hopefully yeah. the men can step up next time. But that's yeah, that's a that's a rough run of results, and、um, yeah, hopefully the women's team can、uh, can make up for that.、Mm-hmm. And then of course,、um, Luke, we've already、uh, well, you touched on the on the village so far, and just、uh, the convenience of you know the shuttles getting you guys around, and just、um, you know the facilities being walking distance and that kind of thing. But just in、uh, general day to day life in the village, how do you like your life in the athletes' village, and have you? You know, met any new friends or you know connected with people from other countries and different cultures, and what has that experience been like for you? Yeah, this is actually very important also for athlete because、uh, all day long we we going to you know have practice and so and、uh, yeah the village、uh, gives us the、uh, opportunity to to get out to 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 do some other activities. I actually like to to join the kara karaoke room. <laughs> no, to to just have fun. Yeah, it's 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 so fun. I, yeah, I, yeah, I can say that all 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 athletes of other countries are so friendly. You can make contract so easily. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, it's、uh, I actually don't want to go to Germany. You know, it's <laughs> really it's 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 so amazing here. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, no, it must be an amazing experience. I, you know, I think there's very few opportunities where. You just get a bunch of people together that are of a similar age, but you know, just and and also in you know share similar passions and hobbies, and、um, you know, you find them in one place, and they're all from different countries and different you know cultures, and then all of a sudden you're kind of packed together in this one place, competing against each other. But then when you've got spare time, you know, you can hang out, you can chat to each other, get to know each other, you know, do things like karaoke and socialize, and I think. That's a really unique element of, I suppose, the World University Games, but a lot of、um, international sporting competitions. But I think, in particular, just have that opportunity as a university student, where I think one of the most important parts of university life in general, whether you're an athlete or not, is the the social element. So to be able to have that experience, not just with your fellow countrymen, but just with people from all over the world, that really must be an incredible experience. And I'm glad to hear that you are making the most of that experience so far. Um, Tianyu, I'm sure that there's been a couple of things that you've experienced at the games that have been fairly interesting, or you've encountered some unique scenarios in your time、um, that you've been there reporting、um, for us. We miss you in the studio, of course, but we're very glad to have you over there. We're a bit jealous that we're missing out on the in-person action. But just can you tell us about any experiences that you've had so far that have、um, you know been interesting that you can that you can share with us back、uh, back in Beijing? Well, yeah, you know, I think that this games is really a platform where you can make some new friends from different backgrounds. Here, I think、uh, it was it was last Saturday that I met Luke in the Athletes Village. I was on my way to the art center to a to attend an event held for athletes. And suddenly, I bumped into him. He said hi, and we started talking. And then, and then I asked him if he was interested in joining our podcast, <laughs> which is kind of weird for someone who who you just met. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> uh, but uh, but this guy is so nice, and he instantly said yes and gave me his contacts. So it was really lucky for me to have met him. And also、uh, last night, I went to Jing Jingli, which has the busiest nightlife here in Chengdu. Uh, to film some of the materials for my video, and also, you know, to look around,、mm. and it, it was really crowded and packed with tourists and locals. And suddenly, I saw a, gr- a group of Polish athletes in the crowd, and they seemed to be totally confused. 
so I came forward and asked uh, them if if they need any help. And they 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 asked me what this place is for because it was really crowded and there were so many people. And I told them about the street and talked for a while, and then went on tour around on our own. So uh, yeah, I think this is also part of the meaning of holding the games. It has gathered young people from around the world to have a window for them to make new connections and know about each other's culture. I think it's so important that um, you know people from around the world get that opportunity to just you know experience a new city, a completely new culture, and just to immerse themselves in the day-to-day life of um, you know the the residents of that city. So it's great to hear that even though people are walking around looking a bit confused, that they're still getting involved and having a good time. And the, you know it's also great to hear that locals are also helping them out. Sideline Story brings you all things sports related. The hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, all with a very personal take. Subscribe to Sideline Story Podcast for heated sports discussions covering events that are happening in China and around the world. For more about the World University Games, Tianyu spoke with Steve Padanostro, a track and field coach with Team USA, to talk about his perspectives on the tournament. What are your impressions for this year's World University Games? This is my first one. Man, I can't say how, like, it is life-changing. I mean, like, Chengdu makes dreams come true. I mean, it's, it is true. It's, it sounds to like everything is just so lined up. You know where to be, when to be, the scheduling, the, the people. This is just like an Olympic village. The way everything's set up and organized. And compared to the other games, from obviously talking to my colleagues, the opening ceremony, the, the, just the care, the attention to detail, the, you mean the trade, there's like five tracks on this campus. I say half the colleges in the United States don't even have a track, but they have a team, and these kids will have to go to a local high school or a middle school to practice, and it's like, there's like five of them right here, and they're all better than anything I've ever seen. This is insane. The games are having delegations from all over the world. Have you interacted with people from other countries, and is there anything interesting that you can share with us? From sitting next to like Korean athletes, like from water polo, those guys are the funniest because I've met so far. Uh, met the delegation, meeting all these different people, and everyone is like really similar, but like everyone has like their little cultural differences. It's fun to see and see our kids interact with, and it's like seeing people eat with chopsticks. Like where I'm from, that's no one knows how to do it, and seeing like our kids like just watching and be like, do you see them? Like they're picking up rice with chopsticks. And, like that's fascinating to us, you know. And just seeing how orderly certain things are and how different countries interact, it's, it's been really cool. The sports industry of universities in the U.S. has remained at a high level over these years. What advice can you offer to Chinese universities in growing sports? What's worked for us is setting things up in a different talent division. So I know, like we say, with in, in the goal being, how do we get a very talented pool? But I think it comes from the grassroots, the bottom, like from high school. Like really starting education, teaching people how to teach at a younger age, then having separate divisions so everyone feels like they have a chance to be a winner in a, in a roundabout way. So Division Three in the United States is one of our lower divisions, but it's more for academic kids, think in that space. But if you let them compete, they can win national championships. They can compete at a very high level amongst themselves. That helps kind of breed that culture where all those people are they're competitive, they love doing it, they're passionate about it. And as if they have kids, they push their kids into sports because they love the sport. So it's not just a small pool of like really athletic people that are pushing the sport to a positive area, where you really start breeding it at the lower end, and those people work their way up. With the different divisions、um, and the different funding, having scholarships available to pull talent in, and also having the right talent scouts. 
That was Tianyu talking with Steve Paternostro, a track and field coach with Team USA. And then, Luke, you mentioned um, that you're busy preparing for your competition, which I believe you said begins on Sunday. How are your preparations going and how are you feeling about your um, level of competitiveness going into the finals for your competition? And have you kind of had a chance to analyze your competitors? And are you feeling confident? Are you feeling nervous? Where, where do you stand at this point in time? Yeah, so luckily I, I arrived very early, so I can um, yeah prepare myself for the competition. And uh, because here in Chengdu, uh, the 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 um, everything is very different. It's mm. it started immediately to terrain, or I don't know, it's get hot, forty degrees. It's crazy, you know. In <laughs> Germany, it's uh, yeah, it's not this uh, this much so uh, yeah we're experiencing yeah, so the I, same thing in beijing it goes from 40 degrees one day and then it's pouring rain the other day we have no idea how to yeah, prepare <laughs> <laughs> so i'm trying to prepare myself for the competition to get to get ready yeah yeah concentrate on myself and do whatever i can do to win this competition do, do you find that's a better way of preparing like instead of um you know looking at the competition and kind of seeing what you're up against do you feel like it's a better way to prepare in terms of you know, just focusing on your own game and what you can do, you know, to the best of your abilities yourself and focus on that as opposed to looking at who you're competing against. Yeah, I think there are two different types. There are one of me and my friend actually is uh, the complete different uh, type. He's, he knows everything, you know, he, like, <laughs> he's like, he's jumping this and he's doing this and he's trading there. And, and I, I'm like, who is this guy? It's, <laughs> I don't have any ideas. Yeah, it's like the old age saying goes, you know, um, different strokes for different folks. And I guess, you know, what works for one person might not work for another person. So it's interesting to hear the different approaches. And yeah, I think I kind of lean towards your style of preparation more. I think all you can really do is prepare as best as you can to do the best that you can do. And you have to hope that that is, yeah. you know, better than what your competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. So I definitely agree with your form of preparation. Then, of course, we are definitely wishing you the very best of luck um, for your competition <coughs> on Sunday. And then just in terms of, you know, your day-to-day -day university routine, I mean, you know, you're a very high-level athlete. You're comp uh, competing at a national and an international level. But at the same time, you know, you're studying architecture, which is a very difficult degree. Tell me how, you know, what does your university routine look like and how do you manage your studies as well as being, you know, essentially a professional athlete? I'm, I'm training every day um, and I think I will go to the university fourth or fifth a day. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard, but, you know, I, this is what makes me fun and uh, I love it. And it's, you have to, yeah, you, I think you have to love it to, to do it. Absolutely. I always say that I think if you're doing something that you love, no matter how hard it is, you kind of make it work. I think that your schedule, if you weren't enjoying what you were doing, I think it would be, you know, impossible because, you know, just not having that free time, having to schedule every hour of your day and just fitting in two very difficult forms of operating in terms of, you know, studying a very difficult qualification and also, you know, competing at an extremely high level in your discipline of sport. Um, if you weren't enjoying it, I think it would be impossible. So I think that's that's a very wise thing to say in that. Do you have any plans for after college at this point in time? Or are you still kind of deciding what you want to do once you've finished, um, finished your architectural uh, degree? So I, I thought about uh, making my master in South Africa. Okay. Um, I would recommend that. Where, where in South Africa do you want to go? Um, to Stellenbosch. To yes. Go. You will love yeah. it. It is beautiful and it's the biggest party university in South Africa. You will love it. 
I, I went there for the 20s camp and okay. uh, my mom is actually in architecture and she built a house in South Africa in Jeffers Bay. And then in terms of your pole vaulting, do you see yourself continuing that after university? Definitely. Yeah. Good. You know, uh, it's not it's, it's not just uh, that I'm doing pole vault to make money. It's that they, uh, it's the sports I love. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to 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 go on with pole vault. So I got a dream. Uh, that when I got children and when I got a wife, um, I want uh, a pit, pole vault pit, in my backyard yes. in South Africa. <laughs> so uh, Love that. I think pole vault is going going to be a big part of my life. And uh, Tianyu, I mean, um, you're obviously in Chengdu at the moment, and um, of course that's where the U World University Games of 2023 is being held. And is it different from how you managed, um, you know, before university aid and, you know, how is it different? Like, what are you experiencing there that might be more unique than you were expecting, I suppose? Uh, well, I wouldn't say it is it is exactly what it was like on my mind before I came here. Uh, you know, I, before I was leaving, I had been searching for what are the best hot pot restaurants here in Chengdu. <laughs> of course. But, uh, but after I was really here, I just found out that it simply had so much delicious food, uh, just uh, so many choices. Apart from hot pot, which the city is quite famous for, you have like uh, so many choices on offer when choosing a restaurant. And, and also, apart apart from these these delicious foods, uh, what what's uh, was also surprising for me is that Chengdu has a long history and uh, at the same time has a lot of young people choosing to stay here. You you can see many cultural relics here in museums and all the historical sites and also experience some some great nightlife here in the center of the city. Mm. So yeah, I think that I think Chengdu is a perfect place to host a university games for its vigor and uh, inclusive culture. And then of course, um, Luke, I, I mean, I, I understand that you've been, you know, you haven't had that much time to experience what Chengdu has to offer as you prepare for your um, for your competition on Sunday. But in terms of what you've seen so far and what you're hoping to experience, um, you know, following your competition, is there anything in particular that's uh, that's caught your eye at this point in time that you think could be, you know, really exciting and interesting and maybe, you know, unique in terms of something that you haven't experienced uh, back home in Germany? So somebody told me that the pandas are actually very nice to see. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that I have the time to see all of it, you know, mm. it's the best, but maybe someone can tell me what is the best you know where yeah uh, maybe to to show me something or tell me what to see yeah i think that's a great excuse um to talk to to locals as well it's just kind of you know get to know the area and then when you do have the time you know once you've spoken to a couple of locals yeah. then you'll have a list of things that you can definitely you know go and see and i think yeah. it's always great to to get perspective from the locals or so. talk to tianyu i yeah, feel and he's tianyu. already an food ambassador of tianyu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds like you've already experienced everything that that uh, chengdu has to offer including the food which is very frustrating here in the in the foodless <laughs> studio in, in beijing and then uh luke just before we close things off the world university games you know, as you know, is not only about sports, but cultural exchanges are equally important, I would say. And what elements have you noticed about cultural aspects of the games? Have you noticed any, I mean, look, you've been preparing for your competition, of course, which is which is happening on Sunday. And, you know, that's the most, that's where all of your energy is being directed right now. But just in terms of walking around the village and just what you've seen so far, have you seen those cultural exchanges that everyone is hoping people will experience at these World University Games? Yeah, definitely. So, uh as you as you said that I have to prepare for my competitions, um, but um, even uh, Wushu is it called? Right? Yes, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I saw this and I thought right about, uh, you know, that this uh, sport event um, combines uh, culture and sports. So this was actually so nice to me. It was like, oh, wow. And yeah, it was. uh, And I think that's why this uh, sport is so, so, so popular, you know. But um, in the village, it's nice to see. It's nice to see other cultures, uh, other other athletes. And um, yeah. Every, every, everyone is so handsome, even the, even the employees. No, it's fantastic to hear. I think, you know, like we said, you know, the sporting element of the competition is obviously very, very important. And it's great to hear that you're doing everything that you can to prepare. But at the same time, it's also fantastic to hear that everyone there is experiencing, you know, different cultures and, you know, um, exchanging ideas and meeting new people from around the world. And that social element of the World University Games is equally important, I think, as the sporting side of things. And it's great to hear that all of those elements are being recognized at the World University Games 2023 in Chengdu. But that is all we have time for on this week episode of sideline story thank you so much for joining us and of course we will be back next week with our latest talking point and we will see you then Mm